0: Welcome, to everybody, YankeeChronicles.com. I'm Bobby. I am here with Evan and Donald. Rob is taking the day off. Because Lacker. <laughs> and before we get into today's rant, um, we just want to ask you to check out StatementGames.com. You can find a unique experience with fantasy sports. Check out DocAdamsBaseball.org. learn about the Fall of baseball. And listen to us daily on RadioPlayLive.com. So... Our- Armand just can't get out. He needs to just go. Let's just start it off like that. The Mets had a guy that sent a dick pic to somebody and was fired before we even had a chance to absorb the story. But Armand, what makes him so special that he gets to continue to play? That's pissing me off. Evan?
1: It makes no sense. I mean, he, this is not his only issue. We've seen character issues in the fact that he's, you know, taken steroids and this is how many times has he hit his girlfriend more than once. We already know that's a fact. So the fact that we are sitting here and getting all these horrible, horrible details, which the Yankees have probably known for at least two years now is ridiculous. I I don't understand how he can do this at a Yankee event in front of teammates and then do it again later that night and have that teammate and his wife have to come over to the house and calm the situation down. And the Yankees don't go, ah, that's a huge problem. You're not welcome on this team. You can't have teammates having to back up another teammate simply because they are. If my best friend hit his wife, I would be over there in a second to get her out of the house and I would punch him in the fucking face. Okay. This is my best friend. And he wouldn't do that. But I'm just saying, hypothetically, if any of our friends did shit like that, we wouldn't be defending their actions
2: at all. So for fans who maybe don't have the athletic subscription, this is Lindsay Adler's article, which broke, which really went into detail as to the events that transpired. Um, I'll read out a paragraph here. According to multiple sources... Um, her man was intoxicated and became physically violent towards his girlfriend so she hid in a locked room. The victim is said to have contacted the wife of another Yankees player, and the couple drove to her man's house in the middle of the night to save her. The victim remained with the teammate's wife while the player attempted to calm her man down, who is said to have been angry and belligerent. Uh, he, you know, so he slapped her in public and then obviously took her home and hit her further. That night, so this is not an isolated incident. Um, he was quickly put on, you know, administrative leave and uh, suspended 8-1 games uh, by MLB last year. This is serious. This is a lot worse, it's, it's worse than ask, well,
0: I deserve to wear. Than I knew about uniform anywhere. Just cut him from the fucking game.
2: It's disgraceful. I
1: mean, that story that's is not going to happen. You keep saying that, but that's not going to happen, Dad. I know
0: that. That's what. What I want to happen
2: that I mean, his behavior is disgraceful and has absolutely no place in society It has no place uh, in any living environment, working environment, sporting environment, any kind of environment. Uh, He he doesn't deserve a place on the Yankees or any baseball team. And the um, thing that
1: bothers me too, sorry to cut you off, Donald, is the 80-game suspension. When that came out, that should have been a huge red flag that MLB serious. and the Yankees yeah. had bad information that of what he did. Um, and, you know, it, it pisses me off because we talk about Chapman in so- kind of the similar light. 80 games and 30 games are drastically different. They yeah. had to give Chapman 30 games because it was a situation that was made public. But the yeah. public situation was not nearly as bad as this one. He didn't. This is much worse. Exactly. Um, So, you know, it's it's disgusting to me that two years ago when we got this information out that he had an 80 game suspension because of it, people were like, oh, you got to wait to get the information about this. No, I didn't. 80 games lets me know that the league knew how bad it was. Yeah. And that it wasn't going to get better. You guys thought the information about this case was going to get better. I thought it was going to get worse. And it did.
2: Yeah, the social media environment is never a trustworthy place after the suspension. But you know, from everything that I was kind of reading, it was kind of downplayed. This is serious. This is very serious, and this should have been this should have been tackled by the New York Yankees organization, and they didn't tackle it. And now we're in this situation. Now things are starting to break in the middle of the start of spring training, and we've already seen players voice their concerns. Um, why haven't the Yankees dealt with this? I want to know that. Why have the Yankees not handled?
0: Why do you think they can't cut him?
2: Is, I don't understand.
0: Is is he that much of a? Is he that important to this roster that they have to keep him?
2: The New York Giants' previous kicker, Josh Brown, a couple of years ago was done for domestic assault on his wife. He was cut. Kareem Hunt was the was the Kansas City Chiefs' running back. He got immediately cut. Yep. And he had the a, massive contract. For the he had a massive, massive contract. And you go through it, and there's a no-tolerance policy from sporting teams in regards to anybody who abuses a, another person. So why are the Yankees giving somebody who's got no serious contract on him, who's, what, arbitration eligible? Why are they giving him such I a break? It's nothing to do with it. It's the character. Well, it makes well, no course. sense
1: because there's workplace place ethics anywhere. If mm-hmm. I hit my wife and then went to work and they found out about it, guess what? They're firing my ass. So why is he protected? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Just it makes no sense whatsoever. Whether you do it at work or not, you can't have those two things crossed into your professional career. It doesn't work that way. He needs to get help. He has a mental
2: health issue and he needs to get help for it. It sounds like it. If, if you read that article that he was angry and belligerent, I mean, he doesn't sound like the, the freaking nicest dude, uh, you know. And it's also a very belated apology. I know right now he's saying that he wants to speak to the his teammates right now. He said well, two I'm years team to team do I it.
0: Even give him the time of day. No, no, but
2: why is it taking so long? Why is it so belated? Because the Yankees don't know how to handle this. They don't, and it's disturbing. And, and then you sad. know,
0: you need to get into.
2: The next I, aspect. We, I feel like
1: the issue here is that with social media, things happen fast. They also go away quick. So I think that they thought after his stupid suspension last year, that perhaps we wouldn't go into the season thinking about it, but that was an incorrect thought because guess what? We were how many years away from the Houston Astros cheating scandal. We're never going to forget. We are never going to forget these issues that play the game. And it's ridiculous that we're sitting here. Talking domestic violence for the eight thousandth time. If you don't know that it's not okay to hit a woman, then you are a fucking psycho, and you don't deserve to be in society. It's that simple. So I don't understand why there's hesitation. There is far more negative upside for keeping her mom than there is for getting rid of him right now, and it makes it makes no sense because they don't have to pay him much. Nope, nope. You know, the only thing we're losing is a possible 18-game winner. But wins really mean nothing, especially if you have a four ERA and a team that has the best offense in the league, okay? So Herman can go. We'd be just fine. We'd have no issues, and the distraction would go away like that, and our players could focus on the season. Because you don't think there's going to be other distractions like injuries and and slumps and, will be, and yeah. other things. There will be. So we're
0: going to have to deal with this shit on top of that. Not going to happen. The Yankees, I mean, I'm
2: concerned. Sorry, because, used to.
0: because they're terrible at it, they are terrible at public relations.
2: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, Herman has a very good chance of making the team, let's be honest, because they haven't, and they they only covered the slots play play of, play. Of, of that were missing of Paxton and Tanaka who are left, so they brought in Kluber and, and Tyone, right. The the fourth and fifth spots will be made up of Montgomery and either Schmidt or Garcia, most likely. You know those are the most likely names, most prominent names. Um, you know you're not going to see who is uh unless something desperately wrong happens. So her has a real serious chance because you know on paper he's probably as good as uh, you know as as one of those options. So. It's disturbing to me that the Yankees have kind of given him this opportunity. Why? That's my question. Why? Why is it? Bring
0: him in the minors until you can make a move or unless you desperately need him to come up. But you cannot let him in the Bronx. I don't want to see him in the Bronx.
2: Can we also get.
1: Yeah. Evan. Sorry. I've decided in this moment, if if he starts, I'm not watching those games. I'm not going to watch him start. Uh, If they take him out of the game, then I'll start watching it. But I'm. I don't want to support this guy. I don't and want to be and I think
0: more, I think that should be something all the fans should do. Yeah, I refuse going to root for they somebody are not like
1: going that. To. I'm gonna be in the minority in this one, and it's pathetic, but I do not want to be a fake fan who is told that I'm supporting a woman abuser. I don't like what he did, I'm never gonna like what he did, and I don't think he should be on this team. I'm not watching his stars. End of discussion. Yeah,
2: yeah. I refuse to root for somebody like that. You know, you can, I, can we
0: and I think that's we, something that we are going to stand by. I have no problem with that.
2: No, I agree with you, man. Can we move on to the uh, the management issue regarding this? Because the, the it's clear that the locker room temperature hasn't been taken. So um, in Lindsay Adler's articles, um, Aaron Boone was asked about this. Because um, obviously, Jack Britton spoke out. Now, Britton is a representative of the MLBPA. So he's the Yankees representative. So uh, he felt the need to speak out. So that obviously means that there hasn't really been much of a temperature check taken in the dressing room if he needs to speak out. That's quite honest, you know, if you read between the lines. So he's spoken out. Aaron Boone's been asked about his comments and and whether it made him think about, you know, having the Hermann issue be addressed to the, the dressing room. He goes, I would say it's, I guess maybe put a little strength in my antenna as far as something I'm looking at more closely. but I'm not ready to say that Domingo needs to go and address the team. I don't think at this point it's something that I want to make something somebody do. I think that needs to be something that comes from within and is authentic. but I'm looking at it. I mean <laughs> but I, but I'm, um, I'm paying close attention we're paying close attention, but I'm not ready to have him address the team coming as a directive for me. Does that sound like somebody who's authoritative? Does that sound like no, somebody who's got any kind of, you know, strength in the in the locker room to stand up and go, right, you know, abuse is not tolerated in, in any walk of life. I'm not having this. And we're the New York Yankees. We've got a championship to win. We can't have any distru- distractions. Yeah. How do you guys feel about this situation? He's not done it. And now it's starting to blow up. And he just comes across as so wishy-washy. Oh, well, I'm not saying I will, but I'm not saying I'm not. I mean, is that a manager? That's not a manager for me. That is. This is, nothing this but- is not
1: an issue that you need to think about. No, you
2: can get a
0: better answer from the, the stadium janitor. Never mind the, the manager of the baseball club. It-
1: it, sh- it should have been addressed when it happened, and the fact that they're doing it now, is it's is ridiculous. I just, it, it really upsets me that I have to root for a team that would support a guy like this. It's disgusting. We're the New York Yankees. We stand for class and prestige. We're the best team in the world, and yet we're going to have a guy who does this shit, and yet we got rid of Sonny Gray simply because he couldn't pitch in town. We got rid of other people because of character issues that weren't even as significant as this it's like are you kidding me it's, it's pathetic and we do this all the time it, especially look how many chances we gave Arod after he lied to us three fucking times and cheated three fucking times and yet we kept giving him chances but Melky cabrera because he was a bad player anyway did steroids up oh, no we gotta get rid of him he's bad influenced on robinson cano gotta get rid of him are you yeah, kidding he's me bad dude, influence on know. fucking everyone
2: and off the air, me and Bobby were reading the uh, MLB.com's uh, article by Brian Hoach. Uh, and and Hoach asked Aaron Boone whether he took the temperature of the locker room. And Aaron Boone replied, not as well as I probably should have. Uh, it's just, you read that and it makes your stomach turn, honestly. It's pathetic. It's pathetic. It is pathetic. It is pathetic. I want – I'm I'm a positive Yankee fan. I try and look at the uh, the uh, the positive outlook because, you know, we're one of the best organizations in all of sports, if not the best. But I refuse to uh, support this. I refuse to support the way that the Yankees have handled this, and I think Aaron Boone is a pathetic excuse of a leader. There is yep. nothing about him that, which that, is a leader.
0: Definite black mark on Boone on this one is – He's got to be more assertive.
2: Yeah, he's yeah. not assertive. But well, this has been an issue with him for a long time. This is my major complaint with him because I know we win a lot of games under him. But I wonder whether he thinks that he can do the Joe Torre approach where Joe Torrey, you know, he gave, he, he treated the locker room as men, right? And, he, and he, 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 he didn't necessarily, you know, go scream every night at them. You know, he kind of, he had expectations, and they went and delivered it. But it was, different, it was a different team back then. We had leaders. We had Derek Jeter. We had Jorge Posada. We had Mo, and we had Peret. Four massive leaders and semi-captains, right, that they could all step in and run the locker room. And Joe Torre was someone who had a very quiet authority to him. Like, when he spoke, everybody freaking listened. Like, holy shit, you know? When he spoke, there was an issue. And then they all respected him. And they were like, holy crap, because it's like getting a row from your granddad or something like that, right? And, uh, and they all listened and respected him. I think Aaron Boone is trying to do a similar approach, but he doesn't have the leaders in the locker room, apart from Zach Britton, I have to say, give credit to him. But, um, but also, he doesn't have the authority and he doesn't have the command. And I think he just kind of lets things go and things start exacerbating and things start snowballing. And that's what's happened here. That's what happened last season when we went on a massive losing streak and he couldn't do anything. So Brian Cashman had to fly over and and start speaking to them because the manager isn't capable of speaking to them. Is that a manager that I want running my team? I wouldn't even have him running a freaking office, let alone the New York Yankees. Because there's nothing about him which speaks of the manager. He's just a nice guy. And he just wants everybody to be friends. It's just ridiculous. Embarrassing. You know, I yeah, said, you know what he's
1: like? He's like Andy from the office when
2: he became manager of the office. Yes, know? he is. He's exactly like yeah, he, 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 exactly. He's like Andy from the office. He just wants to sing songs and make everybody his <laughs> friend.
0: <laughs> when I, I made the statement in, in, in yesterday's chat with the with the woman that we were all given, you know, what, what we expected from Boone this coming season. And we were pretty positive about him. You know, the one thing I wanted him to do is be a little more assertive and dominant with the in-game moves and not look over his shoulder to see what the book said. You yeah. Know? But in light of all this new stuff coming out, I, I really – I have zero faith in him right now that he's going to be a leader. He's lost, he's lost all of it.
1: You know, he's losing the locker room too. And the second and you lose, the, you locker lose the locker room with sports, role, you're, done. You're, you're done. You're done. I mean, the, the fact that Adam Gase never had the locker room and kept his job for two years is amazing. But the fact that Boone is now losing it and it's clear that he's losing it and they're just going to keep him there because he's a puppet, it, it's infuriating as a Yankee fan because you know Torrey would have handled it differently. You know, Girardi definitely Girardi would have. Girardi definitely
2: would have. Yeah. And
1: the, the other problem for me is we talk back on those 90s teams. And the thing that you need to look into is everyone had very high character traits. You know, these were people with high work ethics. These were people who, you know, understood what they needed to do. And they also got that from all the bench coaches. I mean, Derek Jeter's relationship with Joe Torrey and Don Zimmer, you can't replicate that. We don't no. have that on the. Do you think anyone on this team right now feels that way about Aaron Boone?
0: Nope. No, <laughs> no the sad part Evan. is well, because it's everything is so, you know, baseball has become so analytical. Those, you know, the mindset of having the manager and your bench coach as the generals of, of the team, are gone.
1: I mean, Matt Blake is literally the same age as half the players. He's what, like 36?
0: <laughs> yeah, 30, yeah, he's in his mid-late mid, like 30s.
2: Now, we're I old know, enough to remember when I, Aaron Boone was a player for yeah. third base for the Reds and obviously for the Yankees. At any point, did you guys think, that's a manager right there? Did any of you at any point I, I, no, 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 Not I've in brought, my wildest imagination could
1: I imagine it. I have brought it up so many times that credibility is really important. You brought in a guy to be your manager who lied to the team and got injured by ignoring what it said in his contract, went out, played pickup basketball, tore his ACL, and then we got a
2: I fucking Joe, hate Boone. I remember Joe Torrey in his memoir said that Aaron Boone was a little skittish when he was a Yankee. He looked kind of nervous at the play, and, and he was nervous coming up to bat even before the Wakefield home run, ironically. But he was kind of I, nervous know. for playing for the Yankees. Like he just, he's just nothing ever would make you think that he was he would command the locker room. He got the job purely because um, he was, you know, he was highly rated on ESPN. I didn't even like him on ESPN, but whatever. And uh, and also he's in a baseball family.
1: You know,
2: I, I how hate. About, how much... about can we ask Brett Boone to be the manager? Because I think he's a bit <laughs> more of a because he's a bit more of a baseball he was better player. player. He's a better player. It's what, just what I, hate,
1: I hate the amount of credit Boone gets for that stupid home run. Tim Wakefield was in the game for how many innings at that point? <laughs> exactly. Like a few, and it was now the 13th inning or some shit, and he was throwing a 65-mile-an-hour meatball down the middle of the plate. Anyone could have hit that fucking shit. out. I probably could have hit that at least past second base.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I remember – the Yankees once hit a home run from an awful ball where they swung and missed it and then still managed to, they were kind, of have, kind of fall over and still managed to adjust and hit the ball out of the ballpark. It can happen.
1: It's one of <laughs> I think you guys pitches. remember that.
2: It can happen. So yep. I don't want to give him too much credit for that home run, but honestly, I just think that he is, there's nothing about him that uh, screams leadership to me. I don't even want him to be screaming at the locker room. I just want somebody to have a present. Well, he doesn't know how to, speak. to to speak to people. You is he not speaking players to the locker room?
0: Savages, but he can't, put a, you know, he can't yell at the players. I mean, well, it should have been the
1: first thing they discussed when they got to pitchers and catchers of at spring training. They should have understood that going into the season, someone's going to bring up the fact that Herman is back and why it's an issue. And the fact that they never prepared for this shows how dumb they are. I mean, how are you that blind to not
2: see where you're going to be upset? I had a feeling that Boone was slightly losing the locker room last year um, because there was actual players that kind of disagreed with him because, you know, while he was going, oh, we're turning the page, we're really close, really close. I remember Luke Voigt just kind of saying, no, we're playing like shit in one of the interviews, which is kind of a divergence to the – to the, the, you know, the the PR shit we're getting from Aaron Boone, I think Luke Voigt just kind of stood out, stepped up and kind of was like, no, we're kind of playing like shit here, you know? Yeah. And it kind of suggests to me that there's some guys in the locker room would, that would actually like him to be a bit more assertive. I think, there's a, I think there's a lot of players that love him as a friend and as a dude to hang out with <laughs> and they can, you know, high-five each other and whatever, talk about their wives or shit, but I mean, as a manager, you still have to respect them.
1: Donald, I like you as a friend. I'd never fucking work for you. No, or you. (laughs)
0: Imagine (laughs) Evan as our boss. Forget it.
1: (laughs) Oh, you guys would get fired at least once or twice a week. No, you'd
0: be straight. You'd be fired on on a a Monday, best friends by Friday.
1: (laughs) No, they should make a TV show where I'm Donald's butler.
2: That would be awesome, man. That would be a great show. That would be but hilarious. Honestly, you're right about The Office, considering, you know, I would prefer Michael Scott to be the, the uh, manager of the Yankees, to be honest. Yep.
1: One of Michael Scott's <laughs> best qualities was actually managing people. He really understood that motivation and chemistry was the biggest key. And there were a couple episodes where um, the company was about to go bankrupt and everyone thought they were going to lose his, their jobs. So Michael Scott made them play a murder mystery game so that they'd be <laughs> distracted, and uh, it, it worked out brilliantly because they kept their jobs. But the morale never was <laughs> the morale better. was great. It was hilarious. But,
2: honestly, I just I'm just disgusted by Aaron Boone. Just go back to him. Yeah. I just This not is not
1: good. good. This is not. I'm good. I'm disgusted
2: either. by his attitude. I'm I'm surprised he just went. Yeah, well, probably didn't handle it as well as I could have. Well, great. That's your job, man. That is your job. Right. Had he said something
1: different, like, now I understand that I misread the situation. I'm going to go have a meeting now, and I'm going to figure out yeah. a way how to fix this. Then people would be like, oh, okay, so he does care. But a statement like he just made basically shows, you, okay, you misread it, and you don't give a shit. Okay, cool. Awesome.
0: Yeah, they had – like you said, they came into the season, they had no – idea on how to handle the situation and they had no intention to do so either no they had the whole offseason to address this they knew he was coming back they've had an entire season they had more than a year
2: years (laughs) well over a year they would have known about these stories they wouldn't be surprised that lindsey adler's broke this they wouldn't be like oh shit did he They've known about this because MLB they, investigated it and suspended you, him for 81 games. So the Yankees knew exactly what was going on. And
1: you know that's what the cool. Yankees could have done? They could have gone on Twitter and made a poll about how you feel about Herman. We all would have all answered that we want him gone, and then maybe they could have, you know, that, that's not how you do it. You get rid of him because of a poll. But at least then they're showing us, okay, we're going to listen to your opinion or at least try to figure out how deep that opinion is because they had no idea how mad we were going to get.
2: I think they should have pulled the actual dressing room, the locker room. They should have gone to the locker room and then gone, right, this is the situation. He's going to come in and compete for the fifth spot. How do you feel about that? And if, the, you know, and the locker room has to take precedence here. They can move on. I'm just disgusted, honestly. I'm disgusted the whole thing. I'm disgusted that I have to root for, for somebody who, Who's not once but twice hit a woman? That's that's not something that I want to get behind. Yeah, oh,
1: I'm, yeah. I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna miss a game every five days. I don't even
1: care.
0: Yeah, yeah I'll get the alerts on my phone on how the you know what the scores are. on. That's about <laughs> it.
1: Yeah, I'm not even gonna watch the highlights. I do not want to see this guy pitch. It's it's unacceptable that he is, and, and it's like
0: no, I know the one they're one not thing,
1: com- they're not comparable. But the phone. one thing that really <laughs> pisses me <laughs> off is Xingming Wong's career was ended over a stupid rule that they refuse to fucking change, but they won't fucking figure out how to deal with domestic violence. So we have to sit here as Yankees fans and watch a piece of shit. It's, it's unacceptable. Ching-Ming Wong's career ended because of the no, non-existent DH rule. It makes no fucking sense. He shouldn't have batted just like Herman shouldn't be playing right now.
0: All right. Well, we're going to sign off on this angry note and um we will be doing, uh, we, we will have Chris Northrup joining us on Wednesday show, and we are really going to take a more serious look at domestic violence. And um, throughout the week, we will have a, uh, a domestic uh, hotline in the description of the video. Um, so if you do need help or you know somebody that needs help with a, an abusive relationship, um, you got, you know, there's a link that you can click on to get the help that you need and um, hopefully you're safe.
1: Yeah, please, please take this seriously because it, it is a very serious topic and it affects so many people over the world. Thanks, um, nice, men and, and
2: uh, women all over the world. Yeah,
1: we we obviously want to bring attention to it and we're going to talk about it um, to an exhausting rate because we're here to help and we're going to get that information out for you. So please don't give up.
0: Yeah. So on behalf of all of us, YankeeChronicles.com. Hope you all have a good day. Stay safe. Stay smart. Peace.